Whoa, welcome back everyone to the Flow Shock Podcast. I'm Kevin. He is Gordon. My goodness. Some water. 200 meters delivered. This is the day number. It should be day 200. Recap. Because of what we just witnessed. It was insane. Rename it. Day 200. Yeah. Seven also known as day 200. (laughs) Uh, Thanks everybody for watching live on the chat. Feel free to comment in there. But I don't know how much we're going to look into that chat right away because we have just a lot to get to. Let's start first. The women's 200, Gordon. Sharika Jackson gets it done. 21.45. Number two all-time. Breaks the Jamaican record. Shelly and Fraser Price second. Dina Asher-Smith third. But Jackson stole the show. What do you think? It's incredible. We Yesterday or two days ago, was it? We were thinking that 21.6 in the prelim looked awfully easy, a little too easy. And we were thinking it may be time that there's gonna be the first ever 21-4 performance in world history. Cause we obviously have the 21-3 from Flojo, we have the 21-5 from Elaine Thompson, hurrah. And now we got 21-4, Sharika Jackson, the new Jamaican national record holder, number two all time. And it, it all made sense. It was building to this, Just going all the way back to the diamond leagues, Remember when Sharika first beat Elaine Thompson, hurrah, yep, at one yep. of the Diamond Leagues? And we're like, whoa, yep. what's going on here? You're beating Elaine Thompson, hurrah, what's this going to translate to? <laughs> well, it's translating into her being the new great for women's 200-meter running. And now they have, like, a pair of greats. they got Shelly Ann in the 100, and they got Sharika in the 200. And then they also have Elaine Thompson, hurrah, the defending Olympic champion. They, all three of these women now have this unique yeah. story yeah. of their dominance or uh, women's sprinting. Yeah, with Jackson, this is her her journey. 2015, 400 meter bronze. 2016, 400 meter bronze. 2017, fifth in the 400. 2019, 400 meter bronze. Then switches events. Tokyo runs the 100. What does she get? Bronze again. Even better this year. But in the 100, what does she get? Silver. And then after all that, she gets her gold medal moment. It makes sense that she'd be thriving in the 200, like it would come in the 200 yes. because of her background in the 400 and then obviously her top end speed in the 100. She was even with Fraser Price coming off the curve and then just ran away with this thing and didn't end up being that close. Credit to Fraser Price for getting a silver medal. But this, Gordon, was just all about Shrika Jackson and having her gold medal moment in an individual event finally. I mean, we talk about like in the Fred Curley, why would he go from the 400 to the 100? Well, yeah. that worked out. You know, it was a global champion. Same thing with Shrieker on the women's side. We're like, what's the, you're, you're getting medals in the 400. Stick to the 400. Yeah, Eventually, yeah. you're going to break through. But now she's breaking through in, some will say, a more marquee event where yeah. you're getting into the, the shorter sprints. And she chose the biggest challenge of them all. She was deciding to, like, I'm going to try to be one of the greatest sprinters but out of the best sprint nation in yeah. Jamaica and then, you know, go up against Elaine thompson Ra all the time, go up against Shelly Ann and become victorious. 21.45 is no joke. Like, I mean, it's not funny at all. No, there's I'm not zero, laughing. There's zero comedy <laughs> no. in a 21.45. No, no comedy at all. It is serious. <laughs> it was serious business out there. I mean, this thing was a, she was the favorite, but the way Fraser Price had been running in the rounds, you had to think she had a shot. And even before the meet, you could probably throw in some other athletes that, that had a claim to it. But this has been Shrika Jackson's season. You made reference before to that Diamond League race where she ran away from Thompson Raw. 
a lot of people, ourselves included, probably looked at as like, oh, what was the issue with Elaine Thompson or Raw? Should have been thinking what was right with Tricky Jackson. Yeah, yeah and uh, I think my whenever we see these great, I mean, you, is this a breakout performance? No, it's not a breakout performance. It's like a career-defining performance. Okay. That's what this is. I mean, you move to number two all the time. You were talking, hey, can she break the world record? I said no, but I think she's going to leapfrog Thompson Raw's Jamaican record, which is exactly what she did there's still a lot of distance left to go to, to get into the 21 threes but if we just take it for what it is with this performance it's a career defining run for her what is so sharika jackson born in 1994 she's 28 yeah 29 30 those are still good years it's the back end of, of a, a strong sprint i mean shelly ann is obviously the outlier yeah, doing yeah. What she does at age 35 but do you think this is her peak? Do you do you think this is she's going to either just continue at this mark or go down a bit, or do you think there is any semblance of a potential twenty twenty three lower that mark even faster? It's tough because you got to everybody looks at all right could fix this could fix that another year, but then you also have to look at what went right tonight. You had good conditions, she had a really good lane draw. She's on an incredibly quick track. track. Not that she'll never be able to run at the Haywardfield track again. She could obviously come back to Prefontaine Classic. And she had a season that clearly was setting up perfectly for this. Um, so I don't know if it's a peak, but when, instead of times, just look at can she win it again? You know, how many more 200s can she run up in terms of gold medals? Because the reason why it's interesting, we have this situation with the no off year now. So now you have 23. 24 and 25, you have three more years. I think some athletes might get broken down because of that, but others are going to thrive having these big meets to peak for three years in a row and big moments like this produce fast times like that. Yes. Can you run fast, you know, in an outlier performance? Sure. In a smaller meet, a college meet. Absolutely. But you look at the all-time top 10 list, most of the time it's coming in a major championship race. That's just, that's just the reality because that's when everybody's peaking. So I, yeah, I, I mean, if you had to ask me, like, will she ever run fast? I would say this will end up being her career PB. But, but what do I know? I didn't think at the beginning of the year she'd run 21-4. Yeah. We, we thought this would be a really awesome, competitive, interesting year for the women's sprints. But, but I didn't think necessarily they'd go beyond what they did last year. And in the 200, they have. I think she can do it. I think she can. Can, can and will are two different things. Can, obviously, she can run a couple hundreds faster. Uh, absolutely. Will, if I had to choose, I would say no would be the the – the favorite you're betting, which you've been betting a lot. I've been betting a lot. Do you want to talk about the rest of the field? Yeah, sorry about the rest of the field. Uh, again, Shelly Ann having an incredible meet. I thought she was going to scratch this 200. She was not going to do that. She comes in here, runs a, a strong 21-8, and gets second. So gold and silver. Shelly Ann, at her age, what she's doing, she's just continuing to cement her legacy yeah. as one of the greats. And then also Dean Asher-Smith, who – Again, always look at that 100-meter dash. She got fourth in that 100 yeah. uh, in a really good field. That was going to translate to show that she was fit and ready to go. And you look at some of the other notable potential you know, medalists, like Abby Steiner. She's coming off of like a long-ass season. Mm -hmm. uh, Tamara Clark, she hasn't been as consistently throwing down sub-22. She's done it, but she hasn't had that pedigree of doing it year in and year out. Dean Asher-Smith has the experience. Show that she's fit. Yeah, was able to put it together. Uh, so, I mean, there is a lot of bets out there that if, that I was talking to people to like, yeah, there's a lot of really good odds for Dean Asher Smith to get third here because I guess people are really underestimating her. Yeah. But again, if you look at that hundred, 
this is exactly where you would expect her to finish. Right, but sometimes hundreds can be misleading because you see scratches or you know, issues as well too. I mean, look at the drop off of Thompson Hurrah from the hundred to the two. But I've I've always thought Asher Smith just a you know that's where she won the world title. I've always kind of thought of her more as a, a two hundred runner, yeah. even though um, she's obviously very good in the in, in the hundred as well too. But you know, beating Saney, who's been running really well, Steiner, who's had an amazing season. This is race 55 for her, she said. She knew the number 55. off the top of her head. I said, excuse me, 55? And she said, yeah, 55. Um, Clark, obviously, uh, ran really well in the rounds as well, too. This is a great performance for, for Tina Asher-Smith. Like, this field was a lot tougher than the field that she went against in, in Doha, right? Like, obviously, all oh, the times are faster. But, like, look at the, peop- the, the, the rankings of the people that, that made it through. This felt like, oh, this is an Olympic final. Like, Frazier West is really going for it. It's like she wanted that double, and obviously Sharika Jackson is on fire right now. So to only finish behind those two for for uh, Asher Smith is is just incredible. So well deserved podium, really strong podium, top to bottom. Okay, I'm going to bring up a subject. We didn't put this in the run of show, but I'm going to bring it up. Let's talk a little about the difference. The the diff, I don't know the. Start to, I'm going to start my sentence over. I'm okay. going to start from the top. Sure. You look at the men, the U.S. men sprinting, the one, the two, and the four. Okay. They got six medals already. They have a chance to get a seventh, maybe even an eighth. Well, they haven't run the four yet. I know. I mean, they have six so far. Okay. And then they might either get a seventh or eighth in the 400 with champion Allison and okay. Michael Norman. Gotcha. So they're going to get somewhere between six to eight. Yeah. The women, zero in the 100, zero in the 200. They're not getting any in the 400. The yeah. highest finish is Abby Steiner, a collegiate, getting fifth. Yeah. What is what? What is the reason for that? Why are the men able ja- to Jamaica? I mean, it's Jamaica. Yeah, you can say it's Jamaica, but you know. Well, how many how many medals are Jamaican men getting in the hundred, the two hundred, and the four? No, no, no. There's still Dina Asher Smith here who got a medal. I mean, there's not. I don't think Jamaica's sweeping the four hundred. Yeah. Know, it's Sean A. Miller-Weibo. There's well, they got Jamaica five. Yeah. So the U.S. got six. So the one and the two for the men, and they went five of six. It's pretty, pretty damn close. I guess. How do the U.S. women yeah. find a way oh. to not get shut out in the three marquee sprint events? The only the secret sprint events that I don't know about, besides the one and the two and the four. Well, the four hundred hurdles. Look, it's just, this stuff. This stuff's cyclical, right? Another couple of years, it could be the shoe could be on the other foot. But the four hundred is a different scenario where you have like the best four hundred meter women right now are competing in other events, and it's like. It's too much to ask. People get greedy, man. People are like, I want, I want to see world record performances in the four meter hurdles, but I also want the U.S. 400 women to be out of this world and, yeah. and, and winning gold medals. It's like there's only, even in a country as big as the United States, there's only so much top level talent that's there. For the one and the two, I just think it's a kind of a transition time, if you could say. But it, put that aside, it's just you have these three all time greats up there in in the event and. They're it's not, not gonna going break, anywhere. It's not going to break down that wall. Yeah, when you go, and it's probably the same way the men's competitors are looking at the men's field. Although for the men, it's newer names, and you cycle in three different ones. But how confident would you feel knowing? Okay, yeah, Shelly Ann Fisher, Shrika Jackson, Elaine Thompson are in this hundred meter final, and then there's also Dean Asher Smith in there too, yeah. and all these other veterans. Like I don't like the U.S. ran in the one and the two. The women I thought ran well. Like I thought the U.S. women. I thought they ran well. I mean, also the, the, the other part of this too is. The best 200 meter runner coming back from last year, the medalist, Gabby Thomas got hurt. So you have, yeah. to, you have to factor that in. Um, but I thought, what, five, six today, and then in the 100, what were they? Hobbs was four, yeah? 
No, Hobbs was maybe fifth or sixth. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, again, I'm sure that's not what they wanted because they want medals and they're not happy with. Well, I mean, it's not. It's not. You don't get a consolation prize. Okay, I guess Hobbs was six and Jefferson was eight. I don't know. I just. I want to give credit where credit's due. Tip of the cap to Jamaica. You're, you're not well, yeah, the no. medals right now. So. And I'm not trying to take – I'm not trying to – I'm just like, what would American is, – is it going to be – Run faster. No, well, yeah, obviously, <laughs> you run faster. But do you think they'll ever will beat these Jamaican trio? Or do you think it's going to be they need to retire before America has a shot at being back on No, 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 no. They can beat them. I mean, throw Thomas in there next year or Steiner not having a, a cop 55 races ahead of her. She can, she can get in there for sure. In the hundred, there's a lot of talent there that that can take advantage. I mean, everything is everybody's a dominant force until they're not, right? And and but right now, Jamaica's just completely on another level on the women's side of things because they have three people that they can count on every single time to produce, you know, five out of the six medals. I mean, you go back to Tokyo last year, right? Like, and then you had Thompson Rod doubling in the 200. You didn't have Shrika Jackson in there. So they're not perfect, but they're pulling up sweeps and they're getting three out of two out of three. It's just there's not a lot you can do. There's not a lot there to, to figure out other than just, yeah, they're either going to need to slow down a lot or the U.S. is going to need to get way faster. And when you talk about getting faster off of an all-time mark, it's like, yeah, go out there and run 21-3 and you can win. Right. Well, that's not possible right now. It's not. So they're doing, they're doing the best they can. I don't think it's anything structural or anything like that. It's just just the way it broke this year. And you average it out with men and women, and you're like, all right, well, it seems about the right medal distribution, doesn't it? For both Jamaica and U.S. It's like, well, yeah, yeah but that's kind of, it is interesting, though. It's just like just complete utter dominance for the men on the U.S. side, complete utter dominance for the women yeah. on the Jamaican yeah, yeah. side. And it's just like there's – it's very ones and zeros here. There's not a lot of parity. It's just very like yeah. all or nothing. Yeah, but again, if Thomas was here, if Steiner didn't have as many races, I mean, it just – like Clark, I think running. What did she get? Tamara Clark running, getting sixth. That's a, it's a good result. Yeah, like th there's there's yeah. good results. Like you can't base. I know it's all, you know, binary here, medal or no medal or win or loss. But if you told Clark at the beginning of the year she's going to get sixth at Worlds, I think she takes it. Yeah. Steiner, I think she takes getting fifth. fifth. World, yeah. Um, no. Yeah, I mean, Clark and Steiner are more. They're not established vets. They're still new to the game. Sure. It's just like looking back at like. You know, it's 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 interesting to it's just a, an observation. I have. Well, I think it's an observation. I'm just observing, bro. I think I'm there's I think there's clearly like an era transition, right? But that would probably be irrelevant anyway because no one is going to beat this three in the hundred. No one's going to beat those three. So, all right, maybe you get fourth instead of sixth or something, or maybe you just sneak in a, a bronze every now and then. Let's talk about the men's men's two hundred American record. Do you like my transition? I was like. I did a little wave. It's good. I like it. I like it. I'm working on it. Noah freaking Lyles runs 19:31, taking down MJ's record. Michael Johnson ran 19:32. The clock, the scoreboard read 19:32 when he crossed yes. the finish line. So there was a moment we thought, oh, he ties the record, but no, it got round down by one one hundredth. 19:31, the fastest American to ever walk this planet in the 200 and he did it on the strength of that curve which was unreal unlike any noah lyles curve we've ever seen because we're used to him coming off the curve with a deficit he did not he came off in the lead and that's when i thought it's trouble it's trouble for everybody else this time is going to be something 
ridiculous. He ran that curve like it was a straightaway, if that makes sense. It was just one 200 meter straightaway for Noel Isles in, in this race. You know, I went down after the women's 200 to do interviews. So I was standing next to Abby Steiner and she said, Hey, can we wait through the interview to after that the 200 goes? And I was like, yes. Awesome. I agree. <laughs> and she asked me who my pick was. I said, Lyles. I said, she said, that, yeah, that, that's a good pick. He just looked really good in the rounds. And when they were doing the pre-race intros and they went to Lyles and he did his typical Lyles, you know, show of emotion, she said, yeah, he's winning. She just knew the confidence that he was showing, right? The enthusiasm that he had in the line, uh, on the line. It was the Noah Lyles that we've all come to know. And it, He's had a frustrating last, you know, 2021 was frustrating for him. Right? We, we got used to him dominating. It was assumed he was going to win. And the questions were more around the time than the place. And it felt like all that, any of that lingering frustration was channeled into 200 meters of complete and utter domination. Who, do you, who would you take in a Fred Curley versus Noah Lyles 150 straight? That's what we're discussing now. No curve. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, well, I... The reason I bring that up is it's kind of interesting that the U.S. men yeah. sweep the one and the two with six different athletes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That is incredible. Like when you're going to ask like, all right, typically who is your best sprinter? It's like one guy. But now you're going to be like, is it Fred Curley? Is it Noah? Who's like the next up and coming? Is it the, the yeah. duo of Bromel and Bracey? Is it the young kid, Knighton? Is it the consistency of Kenny B? There's six guys now. Yep. who all have claim of being, you know, the top guy sure. or in the, obviously the gold medalists have the ultimate claim, but it yeah. is kind of incredible to see six different men all medal in the one and the two yeah. from America. Yeah. But back to Lyles, again, the guy's career just seemed like upward trajectory after what he did in the trials in 2016. New guy on the scene, obviously the pre-race uh, routines and the post-race celebration attracted a lot of attention. He has an amazing year in 2018, but there's no global championships. Then 2019, he goes out there, runs fast times, but you know, he thought, okay, American record's possible, but didn't have that cherry on the top of the Sunday performance. At the end, he won, but it was a world championship, so it didn't really get that much mainstream attention, I thought. Then we have COVID year, 2021, Tokyo, all right, it's Lyles' time. Never really looked like Lyles from the, the dominant Lyles in 2019. Ran a really fast pre-classic race at the end of the year, which is what I really thought set him in motion for this year. And he's just looked relaxed and confident. Um, and this is a signature moment for him. I mean, that's a Michael Johnson record. People know that's a Michael record. Johnson, right? There ain't no fake record. That's a real. There's only been three faster 200s run in history. Two of them are from Bolt. One of them is from Johan Blake. This is like a fulfilling, it's cheesy to say, but it's a fulfilling of a destiny in a way. Yeah. Like when he first got on the scene at 2016 trials, 2016 trials, him and Michael Norman were just so excited to be there and so much fun. And you're thinking, oh man, he's running fast. And then you see him the next year as a pro and you're like, oh, this is, this is the, the real deal. And you're thinking that that record has been around for a while. This could be the guy who breaks it. And then there's doubts that creep in obviously, because you look at his performance and this was the race that we all knew couple of years ago he could have yeah and for him to do it here here yes in front of a crowd that's going to be the loudest he'll ever have outside if he would extend his career all the way to 2028 la i mean paris is gonna be good but for a hometown type crowd yeah it's not gonna get any better than this it was 
deafening the uh, when they announced the American athletes' names on the on the track uh, for both the men and the women. And when Noah Lyles, you see him on the jumbotron, yeah. everyone was screaming. He's yelling, and the the race hasn't even started yet. It was he even grabbed like the mic from the meet oh, really? announcer after the race when he was doing his interview. He just like grabbed it and started like just doing ten minutes of open mic. It was it was fun. <laughs> it was amazing. It was. Yeah. He was he ripped his shirt off after yeah. the thing. It was incredible. Noah Lyles, it's what you want for our sport. I, I, he has the energy and he has the talent. And he's still he's still in his prime. He's still early. He's just enter he's entering his prime. What's his age? He just turned twenty five. Just turned twenty five. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna have a good another four years of now the American record holder on the track, you know. Meet after meet after meet. I'm excited. Yeah, he skipped completely over the 19 fours. Yeah, he's right? around 19 fours. 1950 was his best. Uh, before that, that was from that 2019 season, and that was July. And there was like thought that yeah, he's going to get the American record come World Championships, but it took a couple years. But I think in a way, it makes it sweeter. Had that setback, and then and then came back because you never know how these athletes who get used to winning and used to dominating all the time, you never know how they're going to do when they're faced with a loss, with a setback, does it shake their confidence at all? I mean, you say the same thing about Grant Holloway in Tokyo. I mean, this is kind of shaping up to be a Tokyo Redemption World Championships for the U.S. sprinters because there was so much talk about, where are the gold medals? Where are the medals? What's, yeah. what's the problem? And then the 100, not as big of a deal because it's like I felt like Hurley obviously overperformed. But in the 200 with Lyles, in the high hurdles with Holloway, maybe in the 400 perhaps we'll see with, with Michael Norman um fulfilling that role but yeah so far this has kind of been the, the redemption games for some of the u.s sprinters out there and let's talk about the rest of the field actually kenny benarek man he brought it when it counted what was kenny benarek's season opener bring that up we get what kenny. did he run in his season opener just click on his name he had a toe injury early on which yeah which set him back a bit but um but what was it so season opener was june uh june 5th he won a race, but he ran 20.21 with a plus two win. Mm -hmm. Out in Rabat. I mean, he ran Rabat. some, his hundreds never really got going. Yeah, he ran a 10.09 in May. Yeah. I mean, he, at the trials, he got seventh in the 100.998, which was, which was good. Good, good performance. But he got dead last in the Prefontaine 100, running 10.18. Yeah. But injury set him back, like I mentioned, with the, with the toe, got things going, finished fourth. You know, he wouldn't have even been in this race. If Lyles didn't, didn't have a buy, yeah. yeah. So, uh, or, you know, the U.S. wasn't allowed to have four entries in this meet. Um, is this the first did time? He win uh, Diamond League, though? Did he win the Diamond League last year? Uh, I think he was a Diamond League. No, he wasn't a Diamond League champion. Was he? Yeah, he was. He was. So, well, so, well if the U.S. wasn't permitted four entries, is what I'm saying. Yeah. If we went just based off of the trials results this year, it would have been... You know, curly, which is a sign that sometimes top three per country, sometimes not enough. There are people in different countries who could be fifth, fourth, fifth, sixth, or eighth yeah. in their country who are good enough to medal at the global stage. But yeah, what I was trying to get to, Kenny B, with the injuries, did not look like himself off of compared to what he was doing in 2021, mm -hmm. but he timed his season perfectly. He continued to get better, meet after meet, looked good at USA's, looked good. In these prelims and then finally put it together for uh yeah. an impressive silver medal because we were all given a silver to the whoever is not to the one of the knight in our lives yeah, yeah we're like that's the silver medalist 
And we were like, hey, maybe Kenny B can fight for third. But Fred Curley will be there. But, you know, Joseph Fambula will be there. And we were like, yeah, Kenny B, he's going to make the final, but he'll be somewhere in the three through seven range. Yeah. No, he got second. Yeah. He's in he's in the second place range. Back-to-back so, silvers for him. Very impressive for Kenny B. Yeah, silver in Tokyo last year. So he goes back-to-back silvers. I, you know, and I think this is the this is the Kenny B that you should expect, yes. right? Because the, the injury set him back. But he goes 1984 in the semis, and that was a season's best. It's like, okay, if you're running season's best in the semi, you're in a good position, you know? And, and then he comes back with the 1977, so a great race. Finishes ahead of Knighton, who, yeah, I thought one or two, that was the pick. I think Elaine Draw could yeah. have factored in. Like, three is really, really tight for him. What do you think of Knighton's race? Yeah, lane draw, people were talking about it. The way they do the lane draws is it's randomized based off of the heat winners. It's not preferential based off of your time. It's just random. So kind of Knighton got kind of screwed over with his lane draw, but that's the sport. It's weird. It's a new rule how they do it. It used to not be random, but this year they changed it to random uh, for the, the big cues, little cues. Uh, but yeah, I mean, still Knighton, again, we had put so much expectation on this kid after he runs 1949. And at the end of the day, he needs to win his first medal before he does amazing, great things. Because he didn't win a medal in Tokyo. He got Now he got his first medal. Now he knows. And then a year later, he might improve it to a silver. Yeah. And then eventually, by him in 2028, he's going to be like, see if I can break Noah Lyles' record. Yeah. Like, that's, that's his timeline. His timeline is, once Lyles is done, can I... I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I think he's still going to. We're seven years apart. Yeah. Right. But I think he's going to be challenging him next year. Well, yeah, he's going to be challenging him next, next year. Races. But Lyles is still going to be good next year as he's, well. I, I think Knighton had it, an off race for him. I think he's probably happy first global medal. But I think he's going to be right back at Noah Lyles the next time they race. If yeah. it's a Diamond League, he's going to right back at it with him. I think. I just don't think he's going to pass Noah Lyles' time until Lyles. Oh, maybe, maybe not on time. Yes. Maybe That's not on maybe. time. Yeah. But I think. He's going to benefit from three straight years now of championships too. Or yes. I guess five if you go back to give the Olympic year because he's going to get an opportunity to do it. And I think he's going to be able to compete. You, you guess his ceiling is a little higher. Because of his more, age. Yeah. Well, more room to grow because of his age. And he's just now getting used to it. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say he's not going to be competitive with Lyles moving forward. Um, I mean, what fourth last year at the Olympics. So he improved the spot as well too. Yeah. So first global medal. A great race for him. It just, Lyles ran a race that didn't allow anybody to make any single error in it. Yeah. Like everybody to to be even near him had to be perfect. And even then it probably wouldn't have been enough. You'd think, well, because Knighton ran as a better PR in 1949, maybe if Knighton had a perfect race, but that's tough to ask for a guy as young as, as Aaron Knighton. So I think it's still a great result for him, you know. I, mean, I guess we thought gold or silver ends up with bronze, but just a little bit behind uh, Bednarek. So. Okay, it is July 21st, 8.57 p.m. on the West Coast. Give me We're not doing your 200-meter no, no, predictions. That's, that's for the last show. We're no, no, I want it right now. Though. We're doing it for this show. What's your top three order for the women's 200 and the men's 200? Or to 2023 in Budapest. Mm. Exact, First question. Exact will, same. Will it be exactly the same? Exact same. You don't think that? Yeah. Maybe different order, but exactly. No, well, give me the order. Do you want me to go first? 
I mean, this is. This you is don't like this exercise? I don't like this exercise. This I is a do, great exercise. I want to do People want to know. I'm think. I'm already doing the way too early predictions. No, but we're not done with the meat. Save well, it. I'm going to do it. We need to talk about something on Tuesday. Back. We don't need to talk about this on Tuesday. We got to talk about it on Thursday, July 21st at 8.58 p.m. I mean, we're making our predictions I, now. I'm, I'm protesting. This okay, I'm going to make go my on. predictions. Okay, okay, so my 2023 200-meter men's and women's predictions. I'm going to read a LinkedIn notification. I believe we'll start with the women. I think it's going to be Sharika Jackson. I think it's going to be... Christine Mboma, and then I think it's going to be Abby Steiner. That's my order. Sharika Jackson, Christine Mboma, Abby Steiner. I think Shelly Ann won't run it. That's why I'm saying that. Just for the record, that's why I'm doing that. I think Elaine gets fourth or fifth. Men, my order, in bronze, Chad is like, in bronze. Who's gonna get bronze? Ah, uh, bronze is gonna be. It's gonna be Knighton. I think Knighton gets bronze. We keep this moving. I think. I think Noah Lyles gets second, and then I think Kenny B wins. Cool. And All I right. think the time is slow. Terrific. Those All are right. the official 2020, 2023 cool. picks. We'll see you guys in a year, and you can hold me Gordon, hold me to it. Hold Gordon, me to it. Gordon just picked the new American record holder to get second based on absolutely nothing but a guess. All right, let's go to the other events. There was a lot of thought in those predictions, for the record. I want to keep track spent, of how many times you predict that 200-meter race because we're going to do this again. You're going to forget that we did this segment because it's 90 degrees in here, and we're going to end up doing this next week. You're going to ask me about it at the end of the Diamond League. We're going to do one at the beginning of 2023. We're going to do it before USA's. I'm going to stick you're to gonna this. Have, no, you're not. You're I'm going to stay this. with these six people. You're going to have seven different you. 200 predictions my, by the end. I'm already making my 2023 resolution. 2022 was to learn how to dunk. 2023 is to stick to my 200-meter prediction that I made on July 21st at 9 p.m. on the West Coast. Uh, Thomas says if Gordon, if Kevin didn't hate Gordon, he does now. No, I just want to keep it moving. Um, we're come on, we're having fun. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> did you call Gabby Thomas, Gabby Douglas? No. Uh, now people are talking about different. Okay. Maybe, maybe that was somebody else. So you let the chat take over. Not let the chat get, get back on track here. Um, okay. But I do want, I have a hypothetical that's a lot shorter. Okay. In time. I love hypothetical. Lyle's got to be in the four by one now. Yes, I think, yeah, he's got to be the second or anchor leg. I think you put him anchor. Yeah. I think you, because that's what he was in 2019, right? Sorry. What? Jermaine says Gordon needs to come to Jamaica to get a saltwater bath. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know. We do want to go to, oh, speaking of that, the, you were, the, there was a lot of, I'm not sure what they are. They're not Vuvuzelas. Vuvuzelas. Like the air horns? The yeah, air there, horns. Are, there are some Vuvuzelas. In there. Yeah. That's what they are. But there was a lot of them, and yeah, yeah, there yeah. were some battles going on. But the Jamaican crowd was awesome with their their noise making machines, and it reminded me when I went to Champs in 2014 yeah. because that's basically this is like five percent of what it is at an actual Jamaican meet. Yeah, yeah. so it uh, just it was fun. Also, on the relay side of things, asked uh, I said, Abby, are you done for the season? Abby Steiner, and she's like, not unless you're using the relay. And I said, which relay are you interested? She said, ready to do both. They asked me. So, 
kind of exciting stuff. All right. Let's move on. Did I distract you? I'm sorry. No, I was just looking. You're at... still thinking about my – I think I forgot my picks already. Oh, let's see if I can remember. No, it's not. I know I have Kenny B winning. I have Kenny B winning. I know that. We're moving on. Based, this is gold. Based on – And then Lyles gets gold in Based on extensive research. Okay, men's 800. Right, Listen. Gold in Here's the final. Mula, A-Rob, Career, Wignoni, Sajadi, Kasasi, Twal, and Peter Bull. So Kenya gets three in. Algeria gets two in. Canada, France, and Australia round out the field. It's not the field you would have picked at the beginning of the season. It's not the field you would have picked at the beginning of the meet. Although it might have been similar to the field that you would have had after the first round. Because in, in 2022, 800-meter terms, this is a somewhat familiar group of of names there because we've talked about Mula, Arab's been around for a while, Career's Olympic champion, and Yoni's run fast, Sajadi's on the rise. Um, so some names there. How many people are left in our prediction contest? So we started with 376 entries. We were down to 54 before today. And now going into the finals, we're down to 29 perfect entries left. 29 perfect 29. entries. Let's see. I believe that Mula is the favorite. Let's see how many people picked Mula to win. Only one man still has a Mula winning perfect bracket. Okay. That person is Mick. He picked Mula, then Courier, then Peter Bull. Is that happen? Okay. So is there somebody? Hold on. Keep that open. Okay. Keep that open. Is there somebody that nobody remaining has? So basically, is there a person in the interfield who is purposes is the eliminator? Who, if they medal, everybody's bracket gets busted. Let me, I'll read the field again. Sohn has Mula. Yes. A-Rop. Yes, Sohn has A-Rop. Career. Yes. Wanyoni. Yes. Sajadi. Sajadi? Yeah. Is there a Sajadi? Yes, there's a Sajadi. Okay. Yes. Kisase. Yeah. Twal. Yes, Sohn has the Frenchman. Bull. Yeah, Sohn has Peter Bull. Okay. So there's no one person who can ruin everybody's bracket. But, but there's not many Sajadis. There's not, yeah. There's a lot of combinations that aren't available. Okay. So it's going to be interesting. You should run some sort of sophisticated algorithm to figure out what are the odds of getting this right. So what's the most popular to win pick? It looks like... AROP, Career, and Kasei, Kasasi. Kenya Mal Kasasi, yeah. Okay. They're well, the most popular wins. I mean, only one person has the Frenchman. Only one person has Peter Bowl. And only one person has Mula. So, so, okay, bowl total or, or to win? To win. Yeah. It's funny to see. It's like if Peter Bowl gets bronze, everybody's bracket's ruined basically, yeah. right? Like you could go person by person. Kind of fascinating. Anyway, uh, men's 5,000. You want to talk about the heats? Yeah. Uh, I mean. Eventful heats. I eventful say. heats. Um, first talk about from the American perspective. I don't think a lot of people had Abdi Hamid making the final. I didn't. That, that was a hard final to make. He got it on he didn't even need time. Mm-hmm. He got a big cue over Kip. What's Nicholas Kip? What's his? I forget. Kip, how do you say his last name? Is it Nicholas Camelli? Kip Kerr Camelli? Kip Kerr, yeah. Yeah. Twelve forty guy. Yeah. And he beats him. That's kind of wild. Kip Kerr, Nicholas yeah. Kip Kerr, yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, it started off pretty modest pace, and then it really it got going, and he just stuck in with the pack and and rolled along with them. So. Oscar Schlemo won that heat. Fisher got through. Borrega got through. Cheptega got through. I mean, you look at those names. It's like, hey. It's big names. Well, he beat uh, Telu and Haile Bekele, who's run really fast this year in that heat. I mean, he's, he beat um, some big names. And then the second heat, pretty eventful. 
Grijalva was up there. I mean, they ran fast up front. Jacob Kropp won it. It was another 1240 guy this year. Jakob was there. Jakob was motioning to the crowd with 100 to go. Grijalva started doing it too. He's like, eh, I mean, English is going to do it. I'm going to do it. Uh, Kajelka got in there. Mohamed, Abeno, Idris, and uh, Mark Scott and Sam Parsons round out. So you got pretty much the big names. The big surprise was Kincaid. Um, not getting through, he fell in the race and then got back up and still managed to run thirteen twenty five, but won't advance um, in the in the into the final. Yeah. So you interviewed Abdi Hamid Nair. What did he say um, making the final? Was he surprised? Did he think it was going to happen? He was happy. He just got stuck right in there. He said he's been getting some advice from Louis, his teammate, and a Luis Grijalva has given him advice, and then Grant Fisher and Woody Kincaid. Have Helped him out a ton too. So he just seems to be brimming with confidence. Again, this is a guy who did not win NCAAs. In <laughs> the 10K. Yeah. Just remarkable. And now remarkable. he's making five Ks with a bunch of twelve forty guys. Well, I said when I was interviewing him, Borrega was, I think, standing right next to him. I'm like, what's it like to be in the field with like guy, you know, world record holders and Olympic champions? It's just, yeah, it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Uh what was Ingerbritson's quote? Someone asked him about the hot weather. Oh, he said, uh, Hot weather is just happy weather. Yeah, it is happy. It's he, put happy his, he put his hands up. He thought about it for a second. The yeah. guy's a freaking philosopher. <laughs> He's fast and a philosopher. It was just, it, it was incredible. I, mean, I love that he likes to talk. He always has these nuggets of wisdom. Um, he said he was embarrassed by his performance. To He said, his, after the 1500, he said, it is embarrassing to be so good and still so bad. I think and, I should put money on him. And I think go, I'm do that. Jakob Ingerbitsen? That'll be a good bet. He's a pretty pretty big name guy. I don't know what sort of odds you're going to get. I think no, I think there's a lot of good guys, so that he might have still positive odds. Uh, one other thing, I uh, yeah. thought there was a notable interview, which I suggest you goes guys all check out. Sam Parsons, yeah, Tin Man Elite. Sam Sam Parsons makes his first final. He there was a point when he was uh, texting his girlfriend when he was thinking about being a DNS and not even running the final. I oh. mean, running the prelim. But he makes his first final. He talks about how like this could be the moment that allows him to extend his career because now you yeah. make a fi- you're a finalist. It's easier to get a contract, a second contract. So he was just overwhelmed with joy. Uh, I really suggest it's like a five minute interview. It's awesome. He talks about just loving the sport and just couldn't believe that this was going to happen. Like he went there thinking like just hold on, and he found out he was the last time qualifier. And he's just like elated. So check out that interview. I can hear the Bubazuelos out your window. Like there's Jamaicans are still partying. I mean, they're obviously they're not gonna stop for a while after that performance. It's just crazy to hear it uh, out the window. So tomorrow we got four by one heats. Hold on. We got start lists for the four by one heats. Do they have entries on no, the start we're list? Not have it's just a US. Crazy. Did you click on it? Are you crazy? You're not gonna have names on there. No. Okay. So yeah. Hold on for dear life. Say say a prayer or two if your uh, favorite country right. is in the four by one. Let's make some four by one. Should we save our four by one predictions for after the prelim, or should we just make them now? Well, the question is, are they going to get the sticker on? There's only one prediction to make: is the U.S. are the U.S. men going to get the sticker on? Do you think they will? I want to see the lineup first, so I'm going to punt on that. What one. lineup are you going to see that's going to be like yes or no? I uh, do. You you're want... pretending that you're going to have a different opinion based on the yes, lineup. Yes, you want to see. Okay, my, tell me a bad lineup my, and a good lineup. My Google Doc. You have you a Google Doc? No, I had my you have a when we did lineup that, Google Doc. When we said who should run what, ah, it's in here somewhere. Relay lineups. Dude, look at all these notes I had. Okay, so what's your relay lineup? I think if they there's run, no curly, obviously. Yeah, if, I think if they if they go with the one that you mentioned before, 
I think we're we're good with that. I need I want to see everybody but Curly for the hundred. I want to see all them on this run. I want to see all of them on this. So maybe not. Maybe them plus Hall, and then Lyles gets the the day off tomorrow. That's who I want to see. And then they, are I they want to then see they're the, going to put Lyles on the final, final, perhaps. Yes. So I'll be confident with that. I'll say yes that. If it's anything else, I'm worried. I was walking by the warm up track today. There was like team a team out there like working on sticks, and they were in America. They were not. I don't know who they were. It was from far away, but they were doing the thing where you jog in place, which I don't really know how much that does, but at least lets me know that you're thinking Looks about like a, the real. It's like a TikTok dance before TikTok. Exactly. That's what it does. But okay. So there's that. We don't need to talk about that anymore. A women's 800 semifinals. We saw the heat today. Thing Mo ran with a QR code on her hip. That was pretty notable. Um, it also shows how different the men's 800 is from the women's 800 because there was no chaos. It was just like all chalk, all the good women made it through yeah well and if you put a qr code in the men's 800 the person might get ninth and that wouldn't be cool it's like scan my qr code here we're showing a shot of it now qr code what did it lead to you gotta gotta scan it to find out i don't know it was a thing with ward athletics okay i didn't even notice it i watched the race from here's the question though how are you going to scan a qr code from a, a running leg that does not seem like a feasible thing cole, to do cole do you understand how qr codes work you're a tech guy yeah, you need to put your phone so, up. No, this is Colt's time. Stop talking over Colt. Colt, you there? I'm here. Uh, I mean, you can scan it with your phone, but you'd have to, like, pause your TV. I don't know how people are can supposed to get it. Can you pause this video when she well, shows it and do it? No, it's not about that. It's about why did they put a QR code on a moving leg? Yeah, like how are no they one's put it on a non-moving it, right? object. Yeah. It's, they should have put it actually more on her, like, I mean, this sounds stupid, but like on her, on her forehead, on her forehead. Yeah, I wonder why they didn't think of that. Because the head stays still, but a leg is moving back and forth. Because if they're running towards you, you can just take a picture of it. Yeah. Can you get it, Cold, or do you have to zoom they're in? Not, there's no, you're not going to be able to read that through the. No, there's no way. Uh, I'm trying. Cold I, out. There's not really a way to get it like off of the screen, but um, I'll keep trying. Cold's got, Cold's got skills. I have a QR code. This is not going to work, bro. <laughs> Here, let's move it up. It's not going to work. At least for effect. Uh, yeah, so we'll find out what the QR code is. Ooh. Then we'll get back to you. We'll do some Big J journalism. Jordan in, the, Jordan in the chat. Gordon with a good point. Wow. I'm done. I got a good point. He's out. Guys. That's my day. That's the pod. I got a good point. I appreciate that, Jordan. First of all, name gets confused with mine all the time, but it's okay. still think Gordon's better than Jordan, but... Thank you for proving my point. All right. we're we're gonna, you just you you leave. I'll I'll handle the end of this. Gordon's gone. He wanted to end on a high note. We also have the uh, women's four hundred and men's four hundred tomorrow. Can Michael Norman continue the U.S. Sprint Redemption Tour on the men's side of things? Shawnee Miller Weibo will she win? Will I lose my bet? We shall see. And Sydney McLaughlin is going to break the world record, but by how much? The women's four hundred hurdles. It's all happening tomorrow. Thanks everybody for listening and downloading. Thanks to our spectacular producer Colt Joyce. We'll talk to you guys next time.